I'm just sitting here with a lovely Christine Nelson, a good friend of mine for many years now. Well, how long have we known each other, Christine? Oh, a little over three years. Three years. Yeah. Now, you're a business consultant and coach. Yes. Now, tell me a bit about that. Sure. I help companies uh, from the inside out. I use a coach-based approach to consulting. And our philosophy is show me a business problem, I'll show you a people problem. And we really help people figure out what's their leadership style, how do they find their purpose in a company, and how are they aligned with the vision and the values of that company. So you obviously think coaching is super important, don't you? I do. I've had coaches since I was six years old. I played competitive women's hockey, and my first coach, I was six. And then my business coach from the time I was 21 years old. So, And I have five coaches now. I know, and I know that that's why I asked the question. You don't just say coaching is important, you actually live and breathe coaching. I do. Yourself. I do. I live and breathe it, and it's also a, ma- it's a skill that you need to master. So, anybody who just turns out and they say, I'm going to be a coach all of a sudden, what are your skills to actually do that? Because there's a lot of things that you need to learn about the human psyche, about neuroscience, about how people operate, what's really going on. And what's going on underneath the surface is more important. So what's happening to drive people's actions and figure out why are they operating the way that they are? What perception are they operating from? Because our perception creates our reality. Of course. And great coaches figure out what is it, that, how are they looking at a problem? What's that perception? And how can they shift that to get better results in their lives and in their leadership styles? Which is important too, because sometimes it takes an external person with a fresh pair of eyes to look at something subjectively to say, you know what, if you realize you're doing this, this, and even when me and you are getting coached and we're sitting in the hot seat and people can see our problems like light and day, but we can't, we're fighting back or being resistant. Exactly. Because we can't, no, it's this way, but someone external can say, no, it's not. Exactly. That's why coaching is important. Let me ask you a question. A lot of people, when you mentioned hockey, you did hockey. Everyone has coaches when they go to sport. Everyone has teachers when they're at school. Exactly. People don't have coaches when they're in business. That's crazy, though. And a, a big part of that, though, Chris, is if, if you're in business, a lot of how we're put together and we're wired and designed is we're going to prove ourselves. We're going to show you. And you know that drive gets us to a particular place, but it stops us from being able to be open to understanding maybe I'm not seeing the whole picture because we don't want to admit or might have a fear that we're wrong or that we don't know what we're doing. And we don't want anybody else to know that. So that's where people become resistant because they're concerned about you know, how it will look or what the perception of other people will have. When I first started coaching, it was kind of a dirty secret. Nobody wanted to be called a coach. It wasn't in vogue at all. Now, 27 years later, it's actually, you wouldn't take your Olympic hockey team to the Olympics without a coach. Why would you take your company? So now it's kind of flipped where people do gravitate towards coaches because they understand the value, how you can be shortcut, how you can shortcut your results and avoid some major pitfalls in your business by using coaching as a tool and a way to actually get the results you want. Now you coach around the world and you've got clients everywhere, but one thing I'll say, every now, you said it wasn't sexy before to be a coach, now it is, but let me ask you something. Every second person's a coach now. Yeah. What's the difference between a good coach and a bad coach? And what's the most important thing when looking for a coach? Uh, there's several things. One, mastery. So has the coach actually produced results with their clients? What right. kind of results have they produced? And are those results the same type of results you're looking for in your business? So not all business coaches are created equally. And if they haven't done that work and they haven't actually got the results, whether it's looking 
at the ROI of the company, whether it's looking at the turnover of the company, if it's a sales transformation that's required, what results are they able to produce? Coaching should always be tied to the ROI of the organization. So that's the first piece you, you want to look at. And then the second piece is fit, a good culture fit. Sometimes you're going to hire a coach that is completely different than you, and that's what you need. Yeah. Because they will actually help you see things in a different way. Which is, it's a fresh pair of eyes, different perspective. Yeah. So in summary, what you said is an actual coach that has the track record, yeah. that's done exactly what they're saying, lives and breathes it. Because as, as I said to you before, you talk a lot about coaching, but you've had coaches for many, many years, both in sports and in life. Yeah. Now you took a bit of a hiatus because obviously you've got quite a few children, people I know, do you have, how many children I, do you have? I have three, 17, yeah. 15, and six. Yep, and you took a bit of time off work. I took some back. time off uh, after our, our six-year-old, when we had our six-year-old, yep. I took about three years off. And that transition coming back had was really difficult at first because the whole market had changed. We had gone from, in a very short period of time, to you know very bricks and mortar business to a gig economy where overnight everyone's on the same playing field. You know, you have access to the same technology as some large companies like Microsoft and Google. You have access to being able to reach more companies and more consumers overnight. And how do you do that? So the digital marketing and the digital strategy of every company is really important. So for me, I needed to learn some, some things that I hadn't had in my quiver before, and now I've learned those tools and, and transitioned. And, and not in. to get too personal, but for all the ladies out there that had the similar sort of journey to getting back into the workforce, yeah. that would have been terrifying after a period of time to get back into the workforce. What would you say the top two, three tips for any females out there, that want, or even someone that's been injured or wants to get back in the workforce, yeah. What are the main things that you say that you know, get them back on that right path? Number, number one for me personally and for the majority of my clients, especially women who have had children or have taken a period of time off out of the workforce, is self-confidence. When I first came back, I was uncertain of what could I possibly have to offer now because I'm just a mom. Even though I had 20 plus years of experience, I hadn't realized that that was something that I had started to think about for myself. So I had lost a little bit of self-confidence and I needed to regain that and uncover for me and do some deep work. It's like, that's not true. I have way more to offer because if you can manage a household of three children doing amazing things with their lives, they're all in competitive sports and they're all phenomenal. If you can manage all of that, those skills are transferable into every business. I, so. And I'll tell you, Tyler, like I have four children, as you yeah. know, 17, six, One's actually about to turn four. four tomorrow and almost three. And I run multiple businesses with my wife. But let me tell you, what she does both at work and at home, I tell you for 100% certain, I wouldn't be able to do it. Yeah. To manage what she does at home with the kids, never, let, let alone work, there's zero chance I could do it. It's a lot harder. Yeah. You're multitasking, and as people say, men don't multitask, <laughs> but having the ability to do that and do it well yeah. with a smile on your face, what yeah. mothers do I think second to none. But to get into the workforce as well, I think is very admirable and you're seeing a big shift with a lot more females coming to the workforce. They're earning higher money, which they should yes. because they're competing against men as well, which is great. Better, more com competitive landscape and it's something that's very good and you're seeing a lot more, it's more prevalent, a lot of females now getting a lot of higher positions, yeah. more pay, which is good and it keeps us on our toes as yeah. well, I guess. Well, I think women in leadership bring a different set of eyes and they bring they that ability to understand you know, the emotional drivers of a business just as equally as the return on their investment. So they're not, we think differently 
in terms of what we're looking at, but we're looking for the same results. And we get there sometimes the same way and sometimes a little bit differently. You but want we, diversity in your thinking. You want, you want the diversity in the thinking, and you want to be able to push back, and you want to be able to be strong in, you know, also in managing it all. So as a mom, you don't want to suffer ever. So, because that just goes on to your family. So you need to make sure you've got structures in place and that you set yourself and your family up for success and that everybody's enrolled as well. Everybody's engaged. So being, so being obviously, we refer back, to having your self-confidence to come back into the workforce, having a good support network would obviously yes. be very, very important. Yes. I know your husband supports you a lot and obviously yes, be able to look after the kids and vice versa. You wouldn't be able to do it without him. No. And I wouldn't be able to do what I do without my wife either. Unless you've got that support network, yeah. I think it's very <clears> difficult because <throat> you travel a lot too. Your clients are I do. all over continents, aren't they? Yeah, my clients are international. They're all over the world. And so I do travel a lot. And I, you know, we have a lot of structures for support. So carpool systems, people at home, making sure that the groceries are delivered, like all of them, the minutia is really well handled and really well organized. So we don't have to think about that stuff. It's structured. When you had that conversation the other day, you told me even the way things are set up at home, you're structured and you've documented it all. Yeah. Which I think also helps as being a structured business coach as well. Yes. Because you follow the same sort of a system, so to speak, or a formula. Exactly. You put systems that work in place for you and your life to manage your own leadership and manage your family and manage all of those things, and you help your clients do the exact same thing. Because what is structured gets managed, and it gets measured. 100%. I love that. Now, I've got a couple more questions for you. Yeah. Why do you love consulting so much or coaching? Consulting. Well, we have a coach-based approach to consulting. So where we stand is we go inside the organization and we really figure out where is the gold? How do we mine for that gold? What's the vision? And why I love it, Chris, is I knew from a very early age that my life was about making an impact and a difference. And I got to start doing that when I started coaching and consulting when I was 24 years old. And so I got to do that from a very early age to start making that difference and seeing that shift in people when they find their passion, when they are aligned with who they are and what impact they want. Because people want one thing at the end of the day. They want to know they were valued and they want to know they made a difference. Of and course. And everything else stems off that. You're going to be successful. 100%. You're going to make money. You're going to make an impact. As long as you can focus on those two yeah. things, everything else stems back of that. Yeah. Now, for those out there listening, how could people get in touch with you, Christine? The best way is LinkedIn, Christine Nielsen, N-I-E-L-S-E-N, or you can follow me on Instagram, Coach C Official, and my company is Contrast Results Group. Christine, thank you very much for being a part of this. Such a pleasure, Chris. Thank, thank, you. thank you, and say hi to Billy and the kids. And you too. Thank you very much. Thanks.